Welcome to SBL Perspectives, the pulse of school business. In the official podcast of ASBO International. That's right. We love to say the official podcast because we are the official podcast. And, uh, you know, with that, I am Dr. Jack R. Mitchell here along with the esteemed John Bricado. And as always, we have a um, great, great episode um, because sometimes episodes aren't just about content or stories. Sometimes it's the individual. And so with that, I'd like John to come in and introduce this individual. Yeah, today we've wrangled uh, the top dog of ASBO International starting in, in January. Uh, Ryan Steck-Schulte is the incoming president. He's also the treasurer and CFO at Toledo Public Schools in Ohio. And we talked to Ryan a lot about what excited him about his incoming presidency, what he's excited about moving forward, and just a behind-the-scenes look at all it takes to, to be the leader of such an incredible organization. So um, we thank him again for his time today, and we hope you enjoy our conversation with Ryan. Today on the podcast, we have Ryan Steck-Schulte, treasurer and CFO at the Toledo Public Schools located in Ohio. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you. Morning, Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. We got a little snowstorm last night. so Oh, you did? You did? I shouldn't say snowstorm. We have a dusting of snow, which is way too early. <laughs> yeah, because it's say, November 1st now. Wow. <laughs> right, oh, right. no, don't start talking snow, man. I tell you. How's, has the community handled it well? I mean, is every everyone driving like they've never seen snow or how's, how's it going? Pretty much. <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every year, never fails. Oh, my yep. gosh. So anyway, we're, we're so excited that you're on here. Uh, we're glad you're able to take this time this morning. We appreciate that uh, for our listeners. And, you know, you now are entitled as the, you know, starting January 1st, the president of ASWA International. And uh, so um, with that, before we get into it, we wanted our folks to really know a little bit about who you are. So if you can, um, you know, just kick us off with a little bit about yourself, you know, your background, your experience. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've uh, been an SBO for over 30 years, 20-plus uh, years as a member of ASBO, and um, I've been in, I'm currently working for the Toledo Public Schools, which is the fourth largest school district in the state of Ohio. I've worked in small rural districts. I've also worked in suburban districts. Um, in 2016, I was the president of OASBO, or Ohio ASBO. And then in 2020, I was the treasurer CFO of the year in Ohio. Congratulations. That's great. Awesome. Done many uh, presentations at the local, state, and federal level on various topics. And I've also served on numerous committees at the state and national levels. On the personal side, been married for a little over 30 years, have three kids, and one granddaughter that was born six days ago i was gonna say recently yeah oh, awesome. i remember okay. yeah that's congratulations good. Wow. that's exciting yeah. so you've been wow, school business wow. official 30 years and married 30 years it's about the whole time you've been married in school business that's awesome right. yeah yep. yeah that's great that's great um and as jack had mentioned you know you're the incoming president of asbo international so congratulations again on that and jack and i had the honor of seeing you on stage get sworn in by uh john hutchinson and Chavon was up there can you just give us a glimpse of what was going through your mind at that time and how did it feel being up on that stage? And I think more importantly, what do you see moving forward in the association and your role in that piece? So it was a very exciting time um, as we're standing behind the curtain waiting to go up there. It, 
becomes reality. Yeah. Thinking while this guy from Glendorf, Ohio, with a population of 969 people, is going to be leading an international organization. So that was exciting, a little nervous. Um, John has left big shoes to fill. Um, he's been a great president. It's been yeah. great working with him over the past few years. So it's going to be a, a good year, but it'll be a crazy year. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't, you were good. You didn't have the nerves. I mean, you look, you look smooth out there. You, so, you look composed. So it was good. Yeah. But like you said, you probably in your mind, you couldn't believe it. You, you did a great job, you know, uh, and hands down. But I know that I guess that first time right now it's on you to spotlight. So you feel like you have big shoes to fill, but you never know. You may be even greater and bigger, you know? And that's probably one of my things I wanted to ask you is that what are you looking to, or what are you looking forward to the most? Because, you know, I know we, we had conversations before with both John and Bill, the prior president, right? Um, mm -hmm. And they talked about the themes they did for each SBAR, you know, magazine, um, you know, and just leading the board meetings, et cetera. You know, I don't know, maybe you could expound more on what what you're looking forward to the most, and um, maybe even some of your initiatives, if you can speak to them for the upcoming year. Yeah, so um, I chose a theme for the year that you are the difference. And the, like that. the meaning to me for you are the difference is that the SBO is, makes a difference in the child's education because if we don't provide their transportation or if they have a bad school bus ride in, they're going to be mad when they get to class. Um, if they're not fed and then they're hungry, kids don't learn very well when they're hungry and we don't work very well when we're hungry. And then you have the cleanliness of the buildings through the maintenance and custodial staff and then obviously the finance side. So that's kind of, you are the difference, meaning that we may not be in the front spotlight as a teacher, but if we don't do our jobs behind the scenes, the teachers won't be able to do their jobs. Um, some of the things that I think that we will get accomplished, well, I know some of the things that we'll get accomplished. The first one is, is we need to get the new executive director hired. Um, right. We're working through that process right now. And then once uh, that individual is hired, we'll be able to finish our strategic plan. And then some of the other items that I, want to work on is demonstrating or providing the value that we pro provide to members, but not only to members, how we can work and provide value to our affiliates so that we can work together so that everyone has the information. And then one of my side projects that I think is, I think it's going to affect us all is creating professional development for AI. I think yeah, uh, there's a large need, not only on what AI is and what it can do, but helping people understand how to write the, what you want AI to do, or in ChatGPT, there's specific ways. And if you phrase things specifically in a certain way, it will give you a better answer than a, so I think we have a lot of, room to create some PD to help people in that area and help them understand where it's going so that they can be prepared for it as it becomes more and more mainstream. 
Yeah, I think artificial intelligence has a lot of potential for us as school business officials. We've had a few people on to talk about it and what their concerns and excitements are about it. But I think you made a really good point, specifically with ChatGPT, just learning how to interact with the program can be um, a kind of a make or break experience because you could just ask very mundane questions and get very mundane answers. But if you're very purposeful about how you're asking the question. Very helpful. You could get yeah. Yeah, inspiration and ideas to kind of make your job mm-hmm. and your life a little bit easier. Definitely. Correct. Yeah. But moving forward kind of with what you've been doing in ASBO International, you've been incredibly involved um, over 20 plus years with the association. I mean, you've been on the editorial uh, advisory committee, the legislative committee. Um, how did you get to the point where you're at now? I mean, what? How did you anticipate your involvement in ASBO International uh, flourishing to be the president in one day? Or did you just kind of jump into a committee and just kind of go with the flow and, you know, walk us through like what your experience has been? Yeah, I never envisioned that I would be the president of ASBO International. Um, my journey kind of was basically uh, starting out at the uh, state level and when you're on the board of the state level in Ohio, you're able to go to various conference, the leadership conference, the annual conference and the Eagle Institute. And so when I was doing, going to those conferences, I started networking with other individuals throughout the country. And then that kind of got me thinking. And then um, OASBO asked if I'd join like the legislative committee or participate on some other uh, committees. ASBO reached out um, with Obamacare and asked if I'd be on an ad hoc committee to do that. And so it just kept evolving. And then so after a while, speaking with the David Bardo, who was the executive director at the time at OASBO, he thought maybe I'd be a good candidate for the uh, board of directors and then going through the chairs to become president. So that's kind of how the journey started. It was just kind of morphed in from doing the work. Not, yeah, doing the work and then I just kind of morphed into becoming the president. Yeah. No, it sounds good. That's it sounds great. like you built up a good network over that time frame. And that really also um I want to say added to your charge and your initiative, right? And so I think um you're well commended to where you are on now. I mean, like you said, you didn't fathom in the beginning being president, but here you are now. So it's a testament to to what you've done. Much kudos. Um, I guess now digging maybe and even a little bit deeper. Um, what really drove you to this seat itself? Like, you know, were there, because sometimes there's some behind the scenes, right? And the reason why we want to bring this up because we want our listeners to know that it's not just about maybe you might have a vision and don't see it right away, but then it could be others involved, right? So maybe, um, you know, did you have any mentors? or leaders who inspired you? Um, and if so, I guess, what may have in particular um, attracted you? Or in other words, I guess, what do you admire most about these individuals? So I guess the main person who inspired me would have been my father. He um, and my mom, both. But uh, they instilled in us that volunteerism it, is what you do to help your community. Uh, my dad's a, or was a volunteer firefighter for 46 years. He was on the park board, village council, so forth. 
And so they kind of indicated that, you know, if you're going to complain, you got to have a solution and you got to be willing to volunteer to help solve the problem. So that kind of started me down the path of volunteerism. Um, in the profession, um, when I was a, a new school business official, it was either the first or second uh, OASBO annual conference. I ended up being able to speak with the current president at that time, which was uh, Ernie Strauser, which back then I'm like, I get to talk to the OASBO president. This is really <laughs> neat. <laughs> and so I love that. <laughs> that that was kind of my first aha moment where that we're all in this together. And we're not like the private sector where we're competing against each other. We're all in it together. There is right. some competition, but <laughs> it's not really it's more friendly than anything else, right? Yep. And then I did the uh, series of new SBO series in Ohio. So um, Chris Moore was kind of the director of that at that time. He was another uh, school business official in Ohio. But you kind of go through with a cohort then of three or four different conferences or sessions where you learn what's going on in that quarter, per se. So he helped out in that area, but just kept on working. And then eventually they ask you to volunteer for a committee and it just kind of morphed from there and realized that it was something that I enjoyed doing. So we just kept progressing. Yeah, and it seems like the more you volunteer, the more you get roped into volunteering. Even okay, more and more, more, you know? Too, sure. <laughs> that, that is true. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're voluntold to do things, but uh, you know, it's all it's all for the best. But yep. um, so Ryan, what are you looking forward to most in this upcoming year? You talked a little bit about your theme and um, a few of the priorities of the board and yourself, but what excites you coming into this year as president? Uh the main thing is really completing the strategic plan and then mm -hmm. working with staff to get the uh, direction or not the direction, but implementing the strategic plan from there so that we can, you know, help our members more, become more valuable to our uh, state affiliates and just keep moving in the right direction. Um, I think we have some good momentum going on right now, and I just want to keep that, keep that going. And for those who may not be totally familiar with your strategic plan, are there certain elements that you think are really going to be of great benefit to the organization that maybe we were lacking in the past? Um, I think it's just a plan where we've actually reached out to the state affiliates, members, and others to see what they were thinking about ASBO and where they wanted ASBO to go. So now the board's taking that information, creating the strategic plan so that we can follow right. that roadmap. So then we can all, uh, start going in the same direction and helping each other. So it sounds like there may be a tighter integration between international and the state affiliates, which is which is awesome. Correct. Yeah, that'd yep. be great. Yeah, that's a great uh, move. Um, you know, and and it's great to hear what you have in, in place and plan. But we also want to talk about some things um, on today from you recently had uh, as far as benefiting the association as members. Uh, so. Um, last year, I, we noticed you had a really nice collaborative article in SBA. It was um, titled Cash Flow Monitoring for the Long-Term Solvency. 
maybe if you don't mind, could you speak to this a little bit? Because this is an intriguing topic for myself. And I want to kind of get more uh, behind this. Um, you know, speak to, I guess, what that article was about in a nutshell. And then, you know, what kind of feedback did you get from the article? So in a nutshell, the article um, goes over how you can create a cash flow and how using the cash flow can help you remain solvent in the future, but it also helps you look at your finances on a monthly basis. And so you can see if there are any um, anomalies that occur because uh, a lot of our funding is cyclical, you know, happens the same way every year. So when you're, when you're looking at your cash flow and you, you notice variances, large variances, then hopefully they're positive. But uh, if they're not positive, then you can use that information to adjust your budget. Um, your budget is never going to be perfect. There's just no way to oh, have a perfect budget sure. every yeah, year. <laughs> and then by using your cash flow monitoring, it helps with how long you can invest or if you have money to invest. But then if you need to borrow um, in Ohio, you know, we get our taxes twice a year. There's certain times, usually in January or maybe February, where when you're waiting for that next next tax settlement to come in, you may need to do a short-term borrowing to meet your needs before that money comes in. So this article just kind of went over some of those highlighted areas. Um, it was fun working with Andy and Ryan. So it was just it was a good article. Feedback, uh, we got some positive feedback on it. Uh, I wouldn't say a whole lot, but there were some. Yeah, and I, I, I love the SBA articles that really dive into a specific topic to provide solutions and tools. I mean, we just had Wanda Erb on last week, and we talked to her a little bit about her article with custodial staffing, and she actually created a calculator that, you know, people can take and kind of use themselves to identify what's the most efficient way to staff your, your building. So um, kudos to you and, and the other two authors on, on this article. But um, Ryan, winding down here, um, anyone we have on the podcast, we always like to part ways by giving the, the guest an opportunity to impart some advice on our listeners. So whether it's a brand new business official or someone who's been around their entire career, uh, what piece of advice can you offer today? My advice would be, don't be afraid to ask questions of your colleagues, either in your state or nationally. In the state, you'll get your state answers, but nationally you may give you a whole new perspective on a situation that they may handle it differently than they would in their current state. So don't be afraid. We all are in it together. So the more questions we ask or start building your network, it is very helpful. Yeah. Well, very well said, Ryan. And again, we can't thank yes, you enough for your well. time today and, uh, just taking some time to speak with us. And we're really excited about your presidency at ASBO International. So, so best of luck. All right. See you in February. Thank you again for tuning into SBO Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with yes. Brian today. We're very excited about his presidency as he is and um, really looking forward to that strategic plan and just kind of melding the mm -hmm. international organization with all the state affiliates. Yeah, you know, John, what I like about this episode really is that well, Ryan's a very humble person, which is great. You know, he talks about how the volunteerism, right? And that was in his family. So, like, it was ingrained in him for all that he's done with Asbury National these past almost 30 years. But just how, like, he couldn't even see himself in the position. But here he is now and all yeah. the work he's done. So it just goes, you know, to show for those listening out there, um, take notes that 
you know, you doing the work, you'll be recognized, you'll be seen, and you'll move up. And then before you know it, um, you'll be there. And I like the fact that he said his advice was um, don't be afraid to ask questions um, yeah. because that's key to anybody. And what's so interesting behind it, John, I want to say those last pieces that he said we're all in together. Yep. And that was my theme back when I joined the board. Um, oh, nice. As in New York, we're all in together. So that, that kind of yeah. really hit home. But um, folks, we hope you, you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we love it. And as uh, you should too. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you.